Welcome to the Not Your Average My podcast, where four Hmong American women working to move our community forward one conversation at a time. So tune in every month with Liz, Mania, Monica, and Katie as we dive into politics, pop culture, and all things related to being Hmong American. Let's get it! Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, we are super excited for this episode because it's Women's Histories Month and we get to talk about building sisterhood and woman friendships. And this time we really wanted to discuss, um, you know, what sisterhood means to us and what our woman friendships mean to us. And really, you know, we thought it would be fitting because we get to celebrate all the uh, important women in our lives, especially our sisters and friends. And so I guess the caveat here is we thought it was important because we also wanted to dive in into friendship breakups and why they hurt the most <laughs> and why it happens when you least expect it um, because, you know, they were the relationships that you really like actually count on lasting um, and I think for me personally, I wanted to talk about it because it's something that we never really see on screen and we don't really get to talk about often. Um, but it's become like a, a recent trend, right? Like I recently binged girlfriends, um, over, over like my fall semester last year. Um, and I also watched Insecure if you watch Insecure, raise your hands. I love that show. Yes. But in the yes. last in the last season, Issa and Molly kind of had like a really rough like falling out, right? And I was so sad. Like, you had a spoiler. I, I felt like it was Nita. Yeah, yeah. So we I can talk sad. about it. <laughs> we, yeah, we can talk about it too. I, yeah. I, I, I do. I did want to process that with folks. Yeah. Um, so, but they get back together. Like, by the way, sorry. Yeah, that's we don't know yet. When it ended they like met up again at the famous oh. place where they always eat. Yes. So, yeah. But, but we but don't know me, what that means, We don't know right? if they're going to be friends though. They can still but be to me, Oh, sorry. I don't know. To me, that meant like, while they were both like, you know, like in really shitty situations and they, they were going to go back to that same place to find comfort in each other. And, and like, to me, I was like, oh, okay, like maybe things will be different, but they're going to like, you know, they're going to become, you know, like friends mm. again. Like that was, that was the, the like message I got. Mm. That's possible, but they could have also just met up for closure. Right. Yeah. But all of that is to say today we want to discuss why do friendships end? Um, especially when, you know, they're with some of our closest friends and what do friendships look like, like after, you know, in, in our mature ages, right? And and how do we rebuild our sisterhood and friendships again after that? So um, maybe we can start there. Like, you know, what is friendship to us? And like, why do you guys think, why do you ladies think friendships end? Like, do you try to sustain it or let it go? Manya, you had a hot take. I think you should go first. <laughs> um, why did you say it was, why did you say Molly oh. and Issa friendship was like a long time coming? Yeah, I mean, why did you I think their friendship needed to end because of the toxicity. And if you know, I think Molly, she's she has great points about how you know about this new person that Issa has become. However, I do feel like she has a lot of issues that she hasn't dealt with, and mm, that yeah. manifests into their relationship or their friendship. And to me, I'm like, you're so freaking toxic. Like, I cannot deal with you. Although I do feel like she has her own struggles, her own internal struggles that she needs to overcome. But until then, she can't be happy for Issa. And to me, that's not a real friendship. Like, if you can't be happy for this person, then that's not your friend. 
right? So to me, I felt like their friendship needed to end. And maybe, I don't know, in five years or whatever, like if Molly grows <laughs> or changes, <laughs> then maybe they can be yeah. friends, right? But I felt like Issa is always compensating for their friendship. Like she, you know, she always goes ab- above and beyond in her own way. So I don't know, like she used to be, and she also mentioned this in the show where she used to be the fuck up, right? Like the, the one who always yeah. needed that support yeah. and would always lean on Molly. And Molly was always like the one giving the advice. But when Issa finally has shit going on for herself, Molly couldn't really stand that. So I think, I, you know, I, I do appreciate their friendship in a sense, but I don't feel like it's an authentic friendship where Molly can be happy, you know, for her be- for her best friend. And I felt like that friendship needed to end. Yeah. Do you think that was because of just Molly's issues or also like, you know, them just outgrowing each other because they've become different people and they've like matured? Like, I think for me, that's where I was like trying to empathize a little bit. Like, you know, I know Molly's kind of a bitch, but I'm also like, <laughs> well, maybe they just outgrew each other because sometimes that happens, right? That does. Yeah, I agree. But it sounds like what Manya is saying is that like, I don't know, it seemed like Molly needed Isa for the ego boost. Like Molly needs therapy Molly, and she needs to take she, it very but, seriously. She Molly has never, yeah, like she's definitely the person who she's never like worked on herself internally, right? Because she, she, she started help, to. She she has started to, right? But then she quit her therapist and was like, I don't need this, right? Remember? Um yeah, but then she went back, remember? And yes, was like, okay. Yes, she did. She did. But yeah. I think though, yeah. but she also wasn't being honest with herself and Isa and the therapist, right? Like there, there was just like a lot. I think the difference between outgrowing somebody or a friend and the difference with how Molly is, is that naturally, organically, you can outgrow a friendship or that person because you're at different stages in your lives. However, mm-hmm. I think with Molly, she can seem to be happy for Isa and that's for me, that's the root issue of your friendship. If you can't be yeah. happy for that person, then it says a lot about your own insecurities about yourself. And I, I feel like I've been in that situation where I'm, you know, I'm not going to be your friend. And I think now I would communicate that to that person. But back then, I would just like, I just got to ghost you. And, and, you know, to think back about it, like that decision was really hard. Like I seriously had that weekend when I decided to be like, I cannot be this person's friend. It was such a hard decision. I talked to my grad school friends about it. Like I seriously did not go to a dance because I was just so disturbed by everything. But I think when I've come to terms that, hey, this is the decision that I'm going to make, even if we have so many mutual friends together and we're probably going to cross paths again, I needed to be like, I can't have this toxicity in my life and we just cannot be friends. Um, so I kind of ghosted this person, but you know, back then, like I wish I was, I had, I, I had the courage. I, I wish I had the courage to be like, you did X, Y, and Z to me, and this is why I can't trust you or I can't respect you or can't be your friend. I it, it is that. what it is. I can't change what had happened, and I'm not going to tell this person to apologize because an, I don't think that an apology will mend the friendship. Because I think the root issue was also was always this insecurity where this person could never be happy for me. And I and I'm not used to that because I grew up with sisters. Like we love each other. We support each other. So to me, it was just like, dude, you got real issues that you got to deal with until then. I can't have you in my life. I am 1000 with that. Like I also had to ghost a friend or like felt compelled to 
like two, three years ago. And, you know, in hindsight, I probably should have said something because this person attempted to apologize and I just like ignored them and ghosted them. And I was like, you know, I'm going to remove you from my life because I don't need this like toxic shit anymore. Do I know Um, this person? Yes. Pretty sure we do. But I mean, that's all to say. How did that impact you? Like making that decision? I mean, it was hard because I was like, you know, I, I felt bad internally because this was someone who I had given like two chances to because this person really like did some fucked up things to my sister and to like other people in our lives. And I, I had like defended them. Right. I had like gone to bat for them. And then, you know, only until it like happened to me, I was like, wow, you really are a terrible person. And so I felt bad about that. Like, I mean, I think that's pretty selfish too. And I just like apologized to my sister and I apologized to my brother. And I was like, you know, I'm sorry. I like, didn't believe you guys when this person did those fucked up things to you. Right. And I think it was also just hard because I was like, you know, we had gone through so much and I wanted to be that friend who was like, oh, I think this person just acts this way because of certain things in their lives. Right. Like I really wanted to empathize with them and I wanted to be like, I get it. I understand. But then I also was like, you know, it's not fair. Like I think similar to you, Manya, I was like, I don't think it's fair to receive these like backhanded comments and these like, you know, really just toxic like friendship traits like you I don't even think you can consider that friendship but um you know this person is like a good person in their own way I just didn't I just didn't need that anymore and I think at that point I was also in a stage in my life where I was becoming more confident and like just more willing to be like fuck the bullshit because you know growing up I was always so willing to like bend over backwards for my friends you're such a you know like you're you're I feel like you're so nice and you're always trying to compromise. So yeah. I, I was really I was really surprised when you were like, I'm yeah. done with it. Yeah. But like in Monica's best trait as a middle child, but she also grew a lot. And I think it was a big mark of her mm-hmm. growth where she was like, you know, yeah, like I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm not gonna take any more bullshit. And I think I've been more willing to do that in my older age now, but um, it's because we're too busy. We don't have time for any that of that. True. I think that's great. Yeah. But then, you know, I, when I like watched the Issa Rae and Molly episode and I also watched Girlfriends. Like, oh, yeah. The same Why thing were you happened, sad? <laughs> like, the same thing happened with Joan and um, Tony, right? I mean, Tony yeah. was just a terrible person. And I was just like, fuck Tony, dude, um, who also needed a lot of help. But like, I think I was sad because I also like reflected on other friendships growing up, right? Like, you know, post high school, college that like just naturally ended. And I was just like, why, you know, like, why does that happen? And like, when it reaches that point where you naturally outgrow someone, like, do you try to maintain it? Do we try to like, you know, water the friendship still, or do you just like, let it go? Like, I think that's why I was mostly sad. Cause I think I can also honestly say aloud too, that like, you know, me and my best friend, like, it's not like everything's been perfect. Like, we've definitely had our moments where we were like, dude, like, this was really messed up. Or, you know, I did something that really, like, offended someone. And you just work through that, right? Because you, like, care about that person. You care about the friendship. Um, but so, I don't know. I guess I was just sad because, like, wow, I almost lost my friendship through, like, all these, like, tumultuous, like, stages of our lives. And then there were other friendships where I was like, well, yeah, I did lose those friends. And, you know, I just wonder why, like why did it end up that way? Um, 
I feel like sometimes it's you become friends out of necessity. I don't know. And so maybe that's, that's why, true. like, I don't know, for some people, like, it makes sense that you're friends for a certain amount of time. And then, like, I don't know, like, then then you're just not in I, I say this because I want to share two things. Um, I had a friend who said this to me once that he was like, well, if if we if we weren't here in D.C. like this, like, I don't think we'd be friends normally. And I was really offended because I was like, wait, what? Like, you mean like m- the essence of me and you? Like, we weren't meant to be friends? You know, and I was kind of hurt because I was like, oh, like, we wouldn't normally just be friends <laughs> with each other. Because um, I, I disagreed. And I was like, you know, I... I know, like, as, you know, just an older person now, just trying to be more in touch with myself, like, I know I gravitate to certain people. And I know that there are, like, certain people with personalities that I, I you know, like, don't really um, mesh with. And, I mean, I guess maybe, like, if I had just met him at a party, like, in a certain way, like, maybe I wouldn't. But I'm also, like, dude, like, there are so many things about you that, like, would make me want to be your friend, right? Like, even if we weren't, like, you know, in the same city or something, right? If I met you, like, on a college camp or, some, or something, I would, to me, like, it's almost kind of like soulmates, right? Like, your friends are your, like, platonic soulmates, right? And that's, I mean, to me, that's why it hurts when you break up too, right? Because, like, I agree. You, you understand each other, like, so much, right? Um, So I was kind of like, dang, like, if we met in college, would we not have been friends? Like, I just, you know, like, I just don't, <laughs> I was really hurt about that. But, um, I will say like, I had a, I had a group of friends that I had lunch with, um, every Friday for sure. And then I think, I think every Monday and Wednesday too, sometimes, cause just our, our class schedules worked out that way. And we were like, we were like the best of friends, you know, freshman year. And, and like, it was kind of like something that I looked forward to like every week, you know, when we'd have like our, um, you know, especially when we had our Friday lunches because then there was nothing else to do. So we would just like talk for like hours and stuff, right. Until they cleared out the cafeteria. Um, but then like after freshman year, like we stopped like hanging out because our schedules were different and we just never, we never picked it up again. I mean, we, we kind of hung out like sporadically, um, sophomore year. I mean, it got complicated because like two of the friends started dating and then they broke out too, I guess. But, but like, (laughs) but they, they kind of like stayed friends. And, um, you know, I, I always wonder why like our bond wasn't stronger, you know? And, and like, I was like, well, was it just that, you know, we just needed someone to eat with like, and we were on the same schedule because, but I, you know, I was kind of like, well, we like talking about the same things, you know, and we seem to all really like each other and wanted to support each other. And they, they cared about me. And like, I, I cared so much about, you know, these friends. Um, but, not, but I was like, oh, well, I guess maybe it's just, it's just because we needed each other in that time. Right. And cause there's also that, that phrase, yeah, that people are like, you know, people come in, in and out of your lives, like when you need them and you do that for other people too. And I don't know, like, it, it makes me really sad sometimes. But I guess, like, it also maybe means that you get to meet more people. But it also makes me wonder, like, you know, is there is there anything like a friend forever, right? <laughs> um, I, think so. I think so. I believe there is. Go ahead, Katie. I I, I mean, you're the only, you're like the married you're person here, <laughs> and you're the oldest. 
Like I, I, I'd love to hear what you think and how you've maintained friendships. Cause that was something else we wanted to share. Right. Like, I, I'm going to start off first and say that I haven't, I've been really guarded against having girlfriends. Um, I don't know. I think like the last time I really had like a big group of girlfriends was like back in middle school. Okay. So that's how long it's been. And from there I just had like, you know, bad experience. Everyone broke up over, you know, like boys, you know, like it's, it was so immature, but we were in middle school. And since then, I've always been like really guarded, like even in high school, I've always like, I'm willing to have girlfriends and stuff, but I never want to be like super close with them just because like they could really stab you in the back and they know all your secrets and they know everything. They know how to hurt you. I think girls know how to hurt you more than guys. Okay. Like they, really? they, can, play, wow. they can play that mind game. Okay. You know, like they know you because they're a girl themselves. You know, they know exactly what to say to hurt you. Um, They know exactly what to say to cheer you up. I mean, like that's how dangerous it is, you know? And so interesting perspective. Like, I, I just think that it, it's been so hard. I mean, like, I've had good girlfriends along, you know, since then and stuff. But then, like, when I look back on it, I'm just like, man, like, you know, I'm sometimes I wish I had, like, really strong girlfriends. And then, like, my really strong girlfriends had, like, a family connection anyway. So even if I, like, don't get along with them, we're going to have to see each other anyways. So, like, I choose to get along with them. Um, Monica and Liz. But I mean, I I think it's so sad that you you I I feel like it's so sad that you had to feel that way though you I know because yeah. like I, I agree with that because you know I when I'm not saying this is you Katie but I've I've heard this from women before where they're like oh I can't have women friends or girlfriends because they're yeah. so catty but I'm also like I think that's such an internalized. Um, perspective that you have of yourself and of women, right? And, and it perpetuates this idea that women can't support each other or get along. Katie, I'm not saying that's you, but that's what I've heard from this person that I, I'm no longer friends with. I think to me, it was so strange to feel that animosity of having something that this person didn't have, right? But to me, growing up, I've always had very supportive sisters. So for them, it's like, dude, whatever is yours is mine. Your success is my success. Your accomplishment is mine, right? And that's how I feel about my younger sisters too. But with certain people, it's like you can't succeed because that means that they're, you know, that's a step back from them when it's really not. I don't know. So it 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 really saddens me to see that. But I would to answer your question, Liz, can you really have long lasting friendships? And I feel like that's really happened in my life too. Like even with these really, you know, sad ones that didn't persist through these times like I feel like I found really great friendships like for example Nancy I think that because we also grew up with a lot of sisters we understood the struggles of you know being not just being like mom women but then you know also understanding the support that we have for sisterhood and for mom women and I feel like that's what has bonded us and I and I think that I value my friendship with her so much because no matter what, she was always happy for me. Like she always wanted the best for me, even going through stupid, dumb, you know, breakups in college, like being happy for that person or also wanting the best for that person. But I, I do feel like these friendships do exist. It's just, you know, are you, are you willing to invest in these friendships, right? Because they are just kind of like romantic relationships. You have to invest in them. You have to check in with each other. You have to want to support each other. Right. And I want to step in on that too, because it's sort of like, not because I don't want girlfriends, but it's also that um, investment and oh, yeah, it sure. takes a lot of time, you know? And, you know, I do have like good 
girlfriends, but not to where like I do daily check-ins, weekly check-ins. <laughs> and that's the nice part is because if you guys are like true girlfriends, you understand that life goes on. And even if you just hear from each other, like once in a blue moon, that's enough. And you can just pick up where you left off. Katie, I'm really curious. Like, how have you sustained these friendships even as a married woman? Because I think that sometimes when you're, you know, when you're a married mom woman, your friendships kind of become, like, you become friends with your relatives, right? Your family. family. (laughs) (laughs) So then how have you sustained friendships outside of that? I think that... um... A lot of that is just allowing time to understand that you don't have to be a part of their life constantly to be a good girlfriend. Like if they call, you pick up and, you know, maybe because they're they're stressed out about something and you sit there and you listen about it and you catch up for like three hours out of like that six months that you haven't talked to each other and that's good enough. Um, you know, and just being there for them for like when they do have like, you know, big things going on. I know that one of my girlfriends who I haven't talked to in like over a year she called me about like you know just her pregnancy loss and you know I I thought that it was so big that like even though I haven't heard from her in a year she called me out of everybody to talk about that and just to actually sit there and listen to you know and that's what like it's just that like connection that you know like Liz was talking about that like soulmate connection or something like it doesn't matter what's going on you can pause everything and pick up that phone call and make it intentional you know like even if we were texting every week if it was just about nothing it didn't matter but we could have a three-hour conversation conversation just in like a six month span and be okay. And, you know, uh, maintaining that, of course, in, you know, being married and being a mom is really hard, you know, but then like whenever someone else is calling or texting, I try, I normally reply back, you know, when I can, because I mean, like, like we all said, it takes time and investment. It's just like, if, you know, your, your girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse or something texts you, you reply back to them because you want to show that you care and that they matter. And that's the same thing with like, you know, having girlfriends and even in, in a marriage, the thing is like, you know, in a marriage, like you can like picture yourself someday maybe not being married or you have that like you thought that maybe divorce can happen and so like you know you prepare yourself for that so you need your backup friends and your backup friends is your girlfriend so you gotta sustain that like relationship even like beyond your marriage because you're like they'll understand they'll be there for me and I need to keep this going on in in case like my marriage doesn't work out I need someone to hang out with and like take a trip with and drink with or something so I think that's why like girls have um you know um long lasting relationships and they try their best to keep in touch with their girlfriends because that's that um life support that other support that you have you know other than your spouse i was just gonna chime in i i do think the friendship styles like are different right like you you can have some friends that are like the ones that you catch up with all the time you know, they, like you guys have inside jokes, you know, what's going on. And then you do have the friends where you're like, dang, I, I can't keep up with you all the time, or we don't catch up all the time, but know that like, I'm always here. If you do need anything, um, we have friends for different reasons. Right. Cause I think, you know, after my whole, like ghosting a friend and then also reflecting on like my friendship with Christina over the last like 12, 13 years. Right. And then now, as an adult, like, um, what I also was struggling with recently was like, you know, finding friends or having my set of group of girlfriends, but not always like being interested in the same things. Right. So I think I reflected a lot about like, 
do I want friends who don't value the same things as I do? Or do I want friends who have like different political views? Because I mean, I think the last four years really tested our relationships, right? I was just going to say, that's that's, that's something else. You know, and you know, I also had a girlfriend who um, I became really good girlfriends. I don't know if it was by choice or just because again, association, right? It was um, my partner's best friend's girlfriend, right? And so you just become like good girlfriends with each other. Um, but then they broke up and now like we lost our connection too. And I think I was just so sad. Cause like, I thought we would have been able to maintain our friendship, but I think just because of the dynamics, like, I don't know, there was just something off there, right? Like either I felt like I couldn't reach out or like, I felt it was awkward or maybe she felt like it was and like, just kind of cut me off. Like, and you know, it's all good. Like definitely no ill wishing towards each other, but I was reflecting, I'm like, dang, it sucks that like these things happen. But then I'm also like reflecting, hmm, for the current friends I do have, like, do I want to keep those friendships going? Because we've, you know, outgrown each other so much or now we have such different interests. Like, is it even worth investing our time anymore? Those are the things I think about. It's not like I don't love my girlfriends, but yeah. (laughs) I want to chime in on that really fast about like, um, you know, when you were talking about when you're fiance's best friend's girlfriend left and like does that happen to you guys too like when like you know like a family member like a nya or someone else they're married into the family or a long-term girlfriend of your brother or something and then all of a sudden they break up and then you don't have that connection anymore but they were like such a big part of your life and it's so it's so sad to think about but like i shared like 10 years with you and just because Mm. your relationship didn't last doesn't mean that we couldn't i just that just reminded me of that so I mean, that's really how I felt like, yeah. but you know, I, I just like, you know, no animosity, no, like no offense taken. Cause I get it. It's hard. Right. But it really is sad. Like, I don't blame, I don't, time. yeah, I don't blame that person for not wanting yeah. to maintain these friendships because sometimes you don't, you don't want to be reminded of your past because yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's how I felt with Sarah quote-unquote friendships based on relationships that you've had right because to me I'm like they're really hard to sustain because you're always going to be reminded of your past and to me I'm like let me move on with my life because I need to move on like the people are always going to bring up your past and I think that's something that I really didn't like with my high school friends and you know love them but at the same time I feel like I don't want to be here about my high school relationship to college relationship. I'm sorry. I've moved past that. And I don't want to be reminded of a traumatic relationship. But I think it's so hard when you share that time period with each other and you can only reflect on that. But, you know, I don't blame people for wanting to have their own space after a breakup happens. Yeah. No, absolutely. They may come back. Like, yeah, I mean, and I, I think it's very possible. Sorry, go ahead, Liz. Oh, no, I was just saying, I, I feel like. I think I maybe know who Katie was talking about, and and you know, like I I I I, I kind of was in a similar situation too, but um, you know, I think people usually come back, and I mean, especially in the Hmong community, like um, with us younger generation, like if it's just you know dating and stuff, um, I think we're our community is so small, like it's it's so much more possible and realistic. Um, I will say, I, I guess we haven't talked a lot about this, but um, I will say some of my uncles have not been like the best partners. And so, you know, we have like, um, you know, Nepal and, and like, you know, um, other Nyas who, who've left or, you know, they've divorced and they, when they leave, they just leave forever. And, 
I think that's sadder because like they're in that generation where, you know, you only see them at like the soccer tournament or you only yeah. see them at the Hmong New Year and stuff. Yeah, and um, now you see them on Facebook sometimes, um, <laughs> you know, and, and so it's it, to me that that's sadder. And that is like losing, you know, like a friend because like they saw you grow up. Right. And, you know, sometimes maybe they even they even took care of you and, and stuff like that. Um, and, and really, like, I think for people in like, you know, our mom's generations and then like those ladies did become their friends, right? Because yeah, like, they had no friends. They, they had no friends, right? Because in I our know. community, like, the relatives are their friends. That, yeah. Yeah, right. Or, or like the other nyas, like, you know, you bond together, right? Because you're like, oh, you have a law, Shando, Lana, right? And so you're all like kind of trying to figure out the Lee family together and like, you know, trying to support each other. Um, it's sad too, right? Because it's like you're losing like almost like another mom figure and stuff. And, you know, like now we, we can see them on Facebook and stuff, but it's, it is very different. And, um, it's less accessible, right. Than like maybe, you know, being friends with like your, your cousin or your brother's ex or something, um, on Facebook. Right. And I, I just want to touch in on that too, Liz, cause you know, um, I, or we had an auntie in our lives who have seen me grow since I was a baby. And then of course, you know, my uncle and her split. And then I didn't see her until, um, you know, um, our last uncle's funeral. And like, yeah. you know, it just brought back so much memories. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, I miss her and stuff. And I was talking to my mom about it. My mom was like, did anybody invite her? And she's like, no, we didn't officially invite her, but she did come. And I was like, why is that? They're like, oh, because now she's remarried and we don't want to bother her in her new life. And, you know, it's not that we don't miss her, but we also don't want to be a burden to her. And, you know, it just makes me sad, you know, like thinking about things like that, that everything is, you know, um, left where it is just because of new relationships. And so I understand that, you know, people outgrow things, but it just makes me sad because I'm just like, this person has been part of my life for so long. And, you know, she called me by like my, my baby nickname, you know, B and stuff. So like baby B. And I'm just like, oh, you know, I turn around and I'm like, it's her and she's aged so much. But like, I think about her when I was still like maybe five or six and, you know, she would bring over like a Barbie doll for me or something. And I'm just like, I can't believe that like now that you're not a part of our family anymore, that I can't call you and I can't talk to you or I can't call you by your name because it's not proper anymore. So that's where what I think about when I'm think about like friendship and losing um, other women in my life just because of, you know, a divorce or remarriage or something. Damn, yeah, it's okay to mourn these. It's so, I feel like it's okay to mourn friendships. I mean, I talked about the friendship earlier, but there are some days when I think about it and I'm like, I think I'm kind of still mourning over <laughs> our friendship. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, if we reconnect now, will it work out? And some days I'm like, it's not going to. Other days I'm thinking it probably can, depending on how much we've grown. But yeah. I think it's normal to kind of to mourn something that was there. I'm really curious to hear from you all, though. Knowing what you know now through like the friendships that you've had, is there something that you would have done differently? Or what would you do differently this time around? Um, I can go first on that one. I think that I would just drop boys, you know, like, you know, because it's like, like, like I mentioned, like I mentioned, like back in middle school, like we were so young, but we were like fighting over boys that none of us married. Okay. Like, you know, it's like, it, it was so like, oh, but I talked to him first or we dated and you can't date him. Like, oh my gosh, that was so immature. And I can't believe we like lost our friendship over something that petty, you know? So like, mm-hmm. I think that I would be like more mature and try to be more open-minded and like maybe 
invest more and like really like what you said, Manya, like uplift them and uplift each other and not have it be so competitive sometimes because whether mm-hmm. you want it to be or not, like it's just, you know, like I think a lot of us are really competitive. So it's really like, you know, like you took that personally, you know, and like it, it, I just want to drop that and really just appreciate each person for who they are and really like literally put boys on the back burner because <laughs> boys are dumb. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm going to chime in into you and say, I definitely agree that that a thousand percent and like in middle school, you know, and, and like, I feel like a lot of our girls, we just had so many like, you know, internal struggles because we were all like, oh my God, this boy, this, this boy, that. And like, I, I feel bad. I was like, you know, an outsider that may have instigated some of those things, but. Damn, uh, Monica, what'd you do? No. Monica, first trap. I just dated a boy that like, you know, one of the girls had dated before and he broke up with her and they dated for like a month. And then like I dated him and I, I wasn't really close with them though. Like I was not friends with them, but then like, then, you know, she was her and then all these like rumors started, but all that is to say is yes, drop the boys because like now looking back and I'm like, you know, mutual friends with some of these people on Facebook. It's so nice to see how far everyone has gone. Like, you know, some of these people like got married really early and then divorced their husband. Some of them remained with their husbands, but have like built such a beautiful life with their, you know, with the people that they like are dating since middle school, which is still crazy to me. But like, you know, it was really humbling to see that. And so that's one thing I definitely agree with. And then now just as I have age, like, I feel like it's okay to have um, different interests, right? And different values and different, like, passions. Like, because I, you know how I said I was really reflecting on that a lot. And I was like, do I want friends who, like, aren't into as politics as me? Or do I want friends who, like, are not, like, as woke or progressive? And, you know, I realized that I think it is okay to have friends with different interests, right? It's okay to have friends for certain reasons. And, um, you know, it was actually the girlfriend who like broke up with my partner's friend who like taught me that. Right. And she was like, it's okay to have different friends for different reasons, you know, or different stages of your life. And like, they don't have to like all the same things you do and you could still be friends. Right. So I think that's something I'm still working on and like I would do differently or just reflect on that. It's okay to like, not only have friends in the political scene, you know? Yes. Drop the boys, but from a different perspective. Yes. Wait, um, I just want to say drop the boys, but I also have really strong platonic friendships with my friends who I also love to death and like will do anything for them. And I know they do the same. So boys can be friends with girls. I think that's another topic maybe we want to explore. And, you know, I think I value those friendships just as much as I do with my girlfriends. Obviously, it's a different dynamic, but I think boys and girls can be friends too. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like, I wouldn't change anything because like, Monica was saying, like, I just think growing up, like we were just like so dumb. And I think even if I were mature, like, I think my other peers wouldn't be mature enough to like kind of understand. Right. So mm. it, it's impossible to be like, well, I would have done things differently. Right. As a kid, like, and then for me, I kind of had the opposite experience. Cause I was always a tomboy and like, I, I was afraid I we all were tomboys. But I, I but but like right like I I wasn't really friends with like girls you know or among girls like in middle school or high school right and because I was I didn't care about boys 
in that way. And right? And I, I was afraid of being pretty to draw attention to myself, right? Like that's been like a thing that I kind of had to outgrow for various reasons um, that we can go into later. But so my problem with dropping the boys was like, to me, like being friends with boys was like a badge of honor. And so I never understood the value of like, um, you know, like, like having like sisterhood and like, you know, having been out until, until I got older and, and like, you know, later. Um, but I would always say like, I mean, I always had Katie and I always had Chia, right? Like I always had my girl cousins who were like always there, who always had my back. Right. And which was, so it's like different, but I, I also wish that maybe I had been nicer to the Hmong girls and been more willing to, to listen. To them. I, I had some really good Hmong girl friends. Like, so I would, I would be I close friends with them. I want to hear more, say more. No, would you be I nice to Hmong girls? <laughs> so, so I was really close to one Hmong girl in my, in my homeroom. And, you know, like she, we were really close, like seventh grade year. And then we stopped being friends eighth grade year because um, we, I think, well, she may have also left like Ramsey, but you know, like I, I, I was, and I, I'm always better one-on-one than, than I am in groups. And so like, I just never hung out with the Hmong girls and like ate lunch with them and stuff. Cause again, like Monica said, we didn't talk about the same things, right? I didn't, I didn't care about makeup. Like I didn't really care about clothes. And so it was just different. And I think when you're young, like that's, that's mostly what people talk about. And I was thinking about politics and like other things that like, they probably were like, oh, Liz is so weird, you know? And so like, I, I just never clicked with the Hmong girls, um, which to me was like, you know, is, is very sad, but I'm, I'm glad that now, like as an adult, like I am able to, you know, build relationships with like other Hmong women um, and really like, you know, understand the value of like Hmong sisterhood. Right. Um, but I, I think I got a lot of that though, just from all my cousins and like all my aunties, right. Like there is, there is that. And I think that's why like, to me, like I mourn more like kind of like those relationships. I'll, I'll openly admit, like, I also was probably not the best friends because I was, like, such a, you know, like, girl who wanted attention or wanted to be popular. And, like, I probably was <laughs> a low-key bully to some of these kids in elementary school, too. Or not a bully, but, like, just didn't really understand how to be a good friend or good person, right? Like, and I look back and but I'm like, Monica, wow. you've always been the nicest. Actually, Monica was, like, the most popular kid and she cared so much about her friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then I think I also did have instances where like, I probably was kind of a coward because I didn't speak up when like other girls were like left out or like, I didn't speak up when like, you know, um, we intentionally left girls out because I was just like, Ooh, I don't know how to navigate that. Um, but if I was stronger, right. Or if I was more confident and, you know, the person I am today, I think I would have tried to be a better person. I would have tried to be more inclusive and would have like not been so exclusive or not that I was intentionally, but you just, I did it. It did it by like association, right? Cause like, okay, I'm friends with this person. This person says we can't be friends with X, Y, Z. So we're not going to be friends with them. You know, how about you, Manya? I feel like you always have something really insightful. And I, yeah, I really I appreciate know. you saying that we can mourn the like, things that have like died, you know? Yeah. Um, I know. And, you know, I talked about, like, women empowerment and sisterhood. But, you know, I mean, we're all flawed, like me as well, right? I feel like there were so many things that I shouldn't have said or could have done better or could have supported certain people in certain ways or ways that they wanted to, to be supported in. I think for me in college, I wish I was more outspoken, where I'm like, hey, what you said really hurt me. Um, to to have that adult relationship, but I felt like I didn't have those communication skills back then, or 
you know, sometimes Same. I also acted out on my insecurities, right? And Same. I do feel bad. Like when I think about it, I'm like, oh, why did I say that or do that to this person? And so I think a part of me is also like learning to not act out on my insecurities. Like I think jealousy is such a normal part of our of our lives or like being humans. But um, for me, it's like not acting out on that to hurt that other person, your friend, girlfriend, whatever, right? So I I do have a beautiful friendship story to share because my my friend who I met who I met in grad school she's I I feel like she's probably my soulmate like I don't really say that but she's probably my soulmate like we were always Aww, together like every single day like she's like this tall Korean American woman super progressive like I'm like this like five two short ass <laughs> mom girl right and we're like always hanging out so whenever people saw me or her, they would always ask for the other person. So I feel like we were inseparable. There was a point in our grad school years where she felt like I was leaving her out. Um, even that was unintentional. And, you know, and I think it was passive aggressive in some ways. And to me, like, I didn't understand that. But I felt like I cared enough about the friendship to be like, what is going on? Like, I'm really sorry if I did this to you. Like, I wasn't intentionally trying to exclude you from anything. And I'm sorry that you felt this way. But you doing X, Y, and Z made me feel this way. And I think that having that adult conversation helped our friendship, where we, you know, like, we didn't have that that issue anymore. And I wish I was able to have that same skill set back in college. Uh, but I do feel like that, like being mature enough and also wanting to grow your friendship enough can also help, right? Uh, but I feel like with her, it was always about uplifting each other. Like when I'm insecure about, you know, finding a job, like she she's always like, but you have X, Y, and Z skills. Why would you feel that way? And I feel the same way about her and how she can be an ED of her nonprofit where she works at right now, right? So I feel like that that's probably like one of the most beautiful friendship stories that I've kind of experienced where we were able to have an adult friendship about like how, you know, these things that we did, even if they were unintentional hurt us. Um, I don't think yes. I was able to have that, those conversations back in college. And I don't know, thinking about certain things, I'm like, oh, I wish I could have supported this person in different ways, even if they wanted different things. Right. And I think that's what I've also learned about friendships and that I have to be okay if their life goals aren't the same as mine. But yes. I kind of projected what my life goals should be for them because I wanted them to be successful. I wanted them to have everything that they always dreamed of, you know, like ending poverty and, you know, having this career that they've always wanted. But it's 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 taking time. Like sometimes I'm like, gosh, I, w- I want more for you. But if this isn't what you want, then I have to be okay with it. Snaps to that, Minya. I love that. I think it's a sign of growth and, you know, just like knowing and acknowledging that you can have those conversations now, especially as adults, like, cause it's scary, right? Like confronting your friend and just being like, Hey, you hurt me. Right. Or like, you know, Hey, hearing it from someone else, like, Hey, Monica, you did this and it was really fucked up. Like, it's really hard to say that. So, you know, just like kudos to all of you, all of our girlfriends and yourselves, right. For like just being, confident and courageous to like tackle that because that really means that you do value your friendship you know and those relationships and if your friend is willing to reciprocate then clearly like they feel the same way too and that it is worth the the struggle um yeah I mean I was gonna say in many ways it's like you're willing to fight for it right and you know I I keep saying like maybe it's just not the right time and you just let people you know come back to you when they're ready because I had a friend like you know someone who was my best friend 
through middle school who, when we got to high school, you know, he, we stopped being friends because he, he got in with the cool crowd (laughs) and I was not cool enough, you know? And I think he reflected and like 10 years later, you know, like even a couple of years after we graduated from high school, like he, he just all of a sudden was moved to like apologize to me on Facebook and was like, Hey, can we meet up over winter break? Cause I, you know, I want to, you know, like catch up with you. And I, I really want to apologize for not being a better friend, you know? And to me, like it was very sad and it did hurt. I moved on, but uh, you know, when we became adults, like, I, I don't know what was going on with him at the time, but he was just like, Hey, like, I, I really have to apologize to you because I could have been a better friend, you know? And like, we went to the same high school. We saw each other all the time. We just didn't talk and stuff. Cause I was like, okay, I guess you're not gonna talk to me. Cause we're, we're, I, I'm not on your level, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think for me, like, I, I would say, you know, I, I think I, I want to close out by just saying, you know, it's okay to, to mourn relationships, but I also do think that, um, you know, sometimes the people who are going to come back will come back to you. Right. And, and we'll just, you know, you just got to trust, trust the, the process. Um, and, and that's okay. And so to me, like, I'm getting a little emotional, but I, I mean, I would just dedicate this to all the friends that I, I have wronged, right. Cause none of us are perfect. Um, and I hope that, you know, when I am ready to go to people and be like, Hey, I'm sorry, I was a really bad friend. Um, that people will give me that grace too. Yeah. But also very thankful. Well, Liz, I was going to say something and it's not as meaningful or profound. So, <laughs> oh, Liz, that is so beautiful. But I think it yeah. just kind of shows us again, reminds us how important friendships are, like outside of these romantic relationships, like friendships are so important to our to our lives, you know, and they mean so much and they also impact us so much in different ways. I think I think I wanted to say that um I think now that we can reflect on it, it just shows our maturity level and how much we've grown mm-hmm. and how much um, you know, I think that we can reflect back on our youth and our friendships and how much we can um I guess not how much we took for granted and how much like how intentional we can be with our future friendships, you know, because I know I've learned from a lot of mistakes, too. So I'm like, I'm not going to do this again. And I'm not going to be like that again. And I'm definitely going to be more like this and like that. But to honestly say, I have to say my BFFF is my husband. And I know that sounds really <laughs> corny and sappy. No, but you have to think about it. Like we spent like 16 years together. And that's longer than I've been with like my family pretty much by now. So it's sort of like <laughs> he is. And Love so like, I think about yeah. that. I'm sort of like, man, I think this person knows like everything about me almost, you know, but I don't know, like if anything was to happen, I think it would be so hard because it would be losing like my spouse and my best friend. So he better not. Oh, yeah. He better not. Yeah, he better not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet, Katie. Um, I think being friends during the pandemic has been very, um, it's been very nice in that I've learned just, you know, like to, to hold people so much more dearly and, I, I, I've also like understand like why it is so important to have friends, right? Like when you can't be around family, et cetera. I've been very touched by, you know, just how, how some friends, you know, have, have reached out, um, during the pandemic, maybe to, um, 
to just kind of, you know, reestablish that relationship. And I've also been very, um, where I, I've been reflecting a lot and thinking about, oh, like, right, like I could have been a much better friend um, in certain circumstances. Or like Monica said, maybe, you know, could have spoken up more and, and like had more courage. I don't know. I just hope that maybe some of these people, you know, and, and like, they're so good. They may, they may not even like feel a certain way, but I'm also like, I know, like, you know, I wasn't the best friend that I could have been. Right. Um, so I'm just thinking about that and thinking about like, what, what maybe moved this friend to like, come out like 10 years later to be like, Hey, you know, like, I'm so sorry that I, I wasn't a good enough friend for you. Um, you know, and so I, and, and sometimes when people do that, like other people are just like, what? Like they don't even care. Right. And so I, I'm just hoping that like, you know, when I do that, like people will give me grace and like, listen to me too. Right. Because this is kind of like what Katie was saying earlier, where, um, you know, being a friend is like being there for people. Right. So even if you haven't talked for like three to five years, right. Like, you know your friends because like you you seek the comfort of this person, right? And you seek safety in them. And so, you know, like when when something bad happens, like you'll call them and be like, hey, like, can I just talk to you? Can I just like tell you about this, right? Um, yeah. So clearly there's just some people that I miss a lot. <laughs> Aw. You know, that, yeah. yeah, I really appreciate that. And the thing I was going to say is like, what if these are people who you like, don't care about rekindling things with, you know, or like, what if these are friendships or relationships that we do want to like stay dead in the past? I think that's for another topic, but I just wanted to throw that in. As what a are you talking about? I'm just kidding. No, no, because I'm all for, you know, rekindling and I'm all for like forgiveness and just being like, Hey, like recognizing that, like, you know, we could have been better people, but I think, to balance that also I do also think it's fair to to be like no I like don't want to have you in my life and I think your apology is to make you feel better you know sometimes like that's fair um and so you know I think just keeping that in mind too I'm like just because someone comes and apologizes for fucking up something really badly like do we necessarily have to you know, do we owe it to them? And sometimes I feel like we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think I that's mean, toxic very is toxic. That belongs in yeah. the swamp and something yeah. better left yeah. dead. So I think yeah. we all agree. We're too old yeah. for that crap right now. Exactly. And, and you know, I think sometimes apologies are just for other people to make themselves feel better. Not to say mm-hmm. that it's not like genuine, but mm-hmm. um for listeners who may feel different, like I do think it's also okay to be like, you know, I appreciate your apology, but I think it's okay and better we just stay disconnected, right? Yeah. Um, just I know. Oh my gosh, that's happened to me too. I forgot about this friendship. Because- oh, tell us more. <laughs> because <laughs> to I, out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I, I I agree with this, and I think it's it's a at the end of the day, like, what do you value in your friendships, right? Like that's a that's essential to how you're going to maintain these friendships because somebody had apologized to me like five years. Let me take that back. Somebody had apologized to me because she knew that my ex boyfriend was cheating on me. So she wow. later apologized to me. Was like, I'm so sorry that I knew that this happened and I never told you. Blah blah blah. Like I don't want to be that person. And obviously, like I accept her apology and that like it's it wasn't your it wasn't you on you to tell me right. Yeah. 
But the no, same I think time, that, like, no, I think it was on her to tell you. I don't care what anybody says. If she was yeah. your girlfriend, they tell you that yeah, truth. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's what girlfriends are for. Okay. Yeah. Like your boyfriend's mm-hmm. not gonna tell you because he's cheating on you. Okay. I understand yeah, that. Exactly. But as your <laughs> girlfriend, you friend. If yeah. if like if I love you <laughs> and I want the best for you. I would tell you even if that like risks you you, like being mad at me because we can get over that. And if we didn't get over that, then our relationship wasn't that genuine to begin with. But if Mm -hmm. you knew that you were holding out on me, that's you like cheating on me too. No. So I take that. No, she should have told you. Okay. (laughs) I feel very strongly about that. Yeah. No. So I told her like, I get it. It wasn't on you to tell me the truth. I don't know what I wrote to her, but essentially like, you know, I, I I think I feel like it wasn't your fault, but I just stopped talking to her because I was like, I have no respect for you as a friend, yep. as yep. a friend, right? Like I trusted you, I cried to you. And then she came out later and was like, oh yeah, I knew what was happening behind your back, you know? So I think in that friendship, I don't know how she feels now. I wish the best for her. We're still Facebook friends, but at the same time, yeah. I'm like, I cannot have that type of friendship in my yeah. circle. Like, yes. no way am I going to allow you to see the a vulnerable side of me and to see what's happening in my life, right? So we are not friends, although we have a lot of mutual friends. You know, like, I, 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 I'm not interested in yeah. maintaining a friendship like that. Yeah. And I think yeah, that's no, and you don't have to. That is yeah. shitty because she saw how much you hurt. <laughs> like if they wanted the best for you, then they should have said something to you because we go back to what you were said at the beginning, you know, like that genuine, yeah. like uplifting and support and stuff. And to see yeah. someone to be hurt and you knew the reason why you didn't say anything, then you were pretty much like a bystander in that, like cheating to mm-hmm. you. She, she cheated yeah. on you. Okay. She cheated <laughs> on you with that relationship. And so I think it's. Yeah, I I feel like it's also more hurtful because you guys were like adults at this time, right? Yeah. It's not like you were in middle school, right? And it's not like, you know, you were in high school. You were in college, right? Yeah, or like yeah, college. And yeah. and so like I'm like you know better even if if like she was willing to take the side of the oppressor when she was trying to be neutral in this situation. So all that is to say it's okay to apologize and also let things be and also okay to rekindle if you feel like that's for you um, and good for your, for your health. I so, think girlfriends can't be neutral, Monica. I know. I like, know. That's I think they saying. should be on your side because that's you their girlfriend. Right. Yes, I mean, no, like, exactly. because you're surrounding yourself with like your posse, your group, your cheerleaders, your, 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 yes. your go-to, your squad, all of that. The people who you're going to be getting in trouble with, the people who you are exactly. going to be, you know, giving your kidney to if these are your real girlfriends. And so it's like, it's, I don't know, unless like you're like committing murder. Okay, I can see why like, you know, they're <laughs> neutral or something like that. But like, other than that, it's sort of like, these are your girlfriends. You can't really be neutral because if you're my cheerleader, you know, you should be yes. there. It's just like your parents, you know, they're going to love you no matter what mistake you make unless you become a killer again, you know, then maybe they'll be yeah. like, all right, I'm going to call the cops on you. But I mean, other than that, like, they should be like that to you, real girlfriends. That's what I think. Yes. That's a great way to close this. Um, share your friendship experiences with us. Let us know what you think. Are we wrong? Um, you know, do you do you think friendships should maintain? Like, let us know. We really appreciate everyone's um, time today. And thanks, everybody. We'll catch you all next month. Um, and yeah, the topic is TBD. So um, stay tuned. 
follow us on social media. Bye.